Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out at sportsgarden.com, G-A-R-T-E-N. We got a huge list of games this week. Look, there's only two teams that are on a bye week, and this is the last week for the bye weeks as we enter week 14. And although we have a huge list of games, well, ladies and gentlemen, what we do have are backup quarterbacks. Yeah, if Lawrence doesn't play this week, and Trevor Lawrence is leaning like he's not going to play, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play this week, four of the seven current AFC playoff teams are going to be with a backup quarterback this week, and that, that's that's the playoff teams. I mean, this is going to be backups to backups to backups. As we start getting into the playoff season, you have to watch out for that. We also have weather games on tap. We've got to be real careful about the weather games. And and I, I saw this stat out there, and I really thought it was re- worth repeating. I really did believe that this is something where we do talk about weather games. And I've had on the show many, many times we've had on coaches, we've had on former players, we've had on former quarterbacks. And you ask them, is it snow? No, not a problem. Snow, it could pass in the snow. Okay. Is it rain? No, not a problem. Could pass in the rain. No problem. Uh, we had Jim McMahon on. Even he knows about uh, you know fog games. No, no, unless it's it's you know Philly, Chicago back in the eighties. Basically, the only thing that they worry about is wind, which means the only thing you should be worried about is wind. Well, here's the stat: NFL games with the ten mile per hour winds or more this year are eighteen five and one to the under, a hundred and ten fifty five and one the last three years. Win games that could be affected this year, or I'm sorry, this week. Rams, Baltimore, we're looking at, this could get up to 20 miles per hour plus. The total has fallen from 44 and a half down to 42. Detroit and Chicago, I'm seeing 12 to 15 mile per hour wins in the forecast. This number went from 46 and a half down to 41. Indy, Cincinnati, we know about the Cincinnati backup problem, but Indy, Cincinnati, about 10 to 12 mile per hour wins. The total went up from 40 to 42 because of what we watched on Monday Night Football with Browning. Jacksonville, Cleveland, the total uh, went from 40 to 34. It's now down to 31 and 30 and falling in some spots, but that's not because of the 20-mile-per-hour winds. That is more a product of because, look, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence may not play, looking like he won't. And then Houston in New Jersey against the Jets, about 15-mile-per-hour wins. The total has actually gone from 39 to 34. Now, Pittsburgh, New England isn't supposed to have massive wins, but I want to mention that they have fallen their total from 36 down to 29. It'll be the lowest total in years, in decades. And what a treat we have on Thursday night. You can hear the sarcasm dripping out of the microphone here. So that's what we have on Thursday night. Look, it is going to be six-point favorite Pittsburgh at home against New England. New England won last week 6 nothing, And now New England is in that weird spot. New England is 1-3 and three this year when they allow 10 points or less. The rest of the NFL is 53-0. And even though it's under Bill Belichick, and even though everybody is quiet and everything else, and you don't say things under Bill Belichick, players have come out and on the defense and basically said, look, you know, we, we go out there with the idea that 
we can't do anything. We can't give up a point or else we're going to lose. Bailey Zappi against Mitch Trubinsky because Kenny Pickett is down and Mac Jones. I mean, it doesn't matter here. The Patriots offense is terrible. It looks like they're going to be without Ramondre Stevenson, who was their best player. Now, the Chargers have a mediocre defense, we'll say, and they absolutely blasted New England. Pittsburgh comes in. They have a really good defense. Now, T.J. Watt was a little bit banged up, but he should be fine to go here. He's going to make life a living hell for this team. And you look about a bad offensive line, bad skill position players. I think Pittsburgh just had a bad game last week. Bad for me, who had him in the uh, in the survivor pool. I think they just had a bad game last week. I think they they refocused. But there are things, especially on the prop players' side. I know you guys love the plot props. You know, Pat Fryermuth would be in a really good position here, but he doesn't do well well with Trubinsky. You look at Najee Harris, a little bit banged up. Maybe Warren's a guy you want to go with. I just don't like a lot of prop plays. The one that I do like, I was able to grab earlier in the week, Deontay Johnson over three and a half catches. He does feast with Trubinsky. Trubinsky looks his way. The number has now gone up to four and a half. I still like the Steelers to win this game in a low-scoring game. You know, look, to go under a number 29 is just dangerous. I mean, it really, it takes brash you-know-what to go do with that. I'm sitting here, and I'm going, yeah, I I think it's like a 17-13 game, 13-10 type of game, one of those games. I don't think I can take the under, though. Let's go to the game of the week. Cowboys, Eagles, game of the week. The Eagles are getting three and a half. Now, nobody believed that the Eagles should be home underdogs last week. Nobody believed that that was right, and it was right. San Francisco absolutely blasted them. And I'm hearing the same things here. Eagles are at home. How can you make them home underdogs at three and a half again? Or I'm sorry, on the road, but how can you make them three and a half underdogs? It's a division game. Here's why. Because the Cowboys are at home. Right? I mean, and that's reality. The Cowboys are 5-1 against the spread at home. They absolutely blast teams. Not only are they 5-1 at home against the spread, they've scored 40-plus points in four straight home games. And Dak Prescott is his best against the Eagles. Look through the history of Dak Prescott. Taking the over one and a half touchdowns here should be a no-brainer. Dak is firing on all cylinders. Dak looks like the MVP. Dak is at home. And I'm not telling you that I expect the Cowboys to go out here and blast this team. Maybe not even win, but I do expect the Cowboys to be able to score some points, move the ball, and I expect Dak to have a big game. Broncos, Chargers, here's another game where you turn around and you go, all right, Broncos, Chargers. Broncos were kind of coming up. The Chargers, are they in their last-ditch effort? I think it's too late for them especially with Austin Eckler, who has just been terrible right now. Eckler looks awful. The offense can't get things going. They have a terrible coach, but they did get a win last week against a pretty good coach. Well, here's another good coach. Again, the same sort of scenario. I thought Denver should have won last week. I thought that they that Russ played well. At the end of the game, he threw that pick, or else we've been having a different conversation. I think Denver's still a team on the rise. I'm surprised they're getting three, and at one point this week, three and a half points. I know it's a division rival. I get it. I know it's a division rival in a spot where they're on the road. I get it. I think Denver's the better team right now. Texans, Jets. Texans were lucky to get out alive last week. The Texans are a better better team than the Jets. C.J. Stroud, absolutely. But he did lose Tank Dell, and that's something to pay attention to. And while this Texans defense is good, what they can do to good quarterbacks has been pronounced. 
but they also can be run on a little bit. And that's what the Jets' bread and butter is. So now they're going to go back to Zach Wilson. It was Tim Boyle. It was Simeon. Now they're going back to, to Zach Wilson. I'm not sure the kind of impact this is going to have. He didn't want to play. We don't know. Then team, guys backed him up. It's a hard mindset to go on. But here's the reality. I don't think the Texans should be a seven-point favorite against anyone on the road yet. Yet. I also think that if Zach Wilson says, you know what? Screw this Robert Sala guy. I'm going to go play my game and throw it all over the field. I think they have a chance to win. I may be the only guy in America that thinks that the Jets have a chance to win this game. Everyone loves C.J. Stroud, and he is fantastic. Jets' defense is for real. The Jets' running game is for real. And there could just be that revenge factor. Windy, nasty day at home. I don't trust the Texans laying points on the road. Ravens, Rams. Seven-point Ravens advantage here. They're coming off of a bye week to get healthy, kind of get themselves set. Ravens are 13-4 and four against the spread off of a bye, which is the second best ever, right? And we know who the best ever is. Uh, Harbaugh is fantastic after a bye week. We can talk, in a world of Andy Reid not existing, we'd be talking about Harbaugh all the time. Lamar Jackson, by the way, loves the NFC. He loves to play the NFC. He is 7-1 and one against the spread against the NFC. Uh, 38 total touchdowns, seven picks. It's hard to find any other reason. Look, Stafford's playing well. Cup's playing well. Puka's a little bit banged up. And Kyron Williams came back. The Rams could be entertaining. I get it. The Rams' defense is still bad. And the Baltimore Ravens, weirdly, I'm going to say this. I think they win this one, and I think they win it convincingly with their offense. Yeah, with their offense. Bucks, Falcons, Atlanta just keeps on winning. Now, Tampa Bay, I thought they were in a, a little bit of trouble last week because so many teams were, uh, so many players were out on that team. You look at Levante David, Devin White. You look at just, just the status of Godwin coming in was banged up. And they wound up pulling it out. Offensive line was banged up. They wound up, wound up pulling it out. Look, if David and White are in here, I'm taking the, the Bucks with the points in this spot with the three. If not, I can't take this team. Lions, Bears, Bears are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. People are starting to buy into this Bears team. A Bears team that, yeah, their defense is pretty damn good. Suddenly, all of a sudden, you look up and down and you go, wait a minute. Fewest points since week nine. Patriots, Niners, Dolphins, Ravens, Colts. Fewest points in the last five weeks, especially uh, the, the new Bears defense. Yeah, fantastically Chicago Bears. Justin Fields is back. They are rested. They are off of a bye. The Lions defense looks atrocious the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I understand why the line is so low. Colts, Bengals. Colts have been playing well. You heard me what I just said. The Colts are top five team in points, the fewest points allowed since week nine. Now they go up against a backup quarterback. The backup quarterback looked good on Monday night. And I think everybody's going to have that overreaction because the Colts are an underdog in this spot. It's the overreaction. It's still Jake Browning, guys. And I think that he played really well. It's a short week. It's hard not to take the Colts here. If JT was healthy, I'd be all over the Colts. Jaguars, Browns, we know what's going on in Jacksonville. Well, I guess we don't know because we don't know if Lawrence is going to play. But let's be honest, he's probably not going to play this game. It's going to be low scoring. It's going to be a defensive battle. I like what I saw with the Jaguars defense at times on Monday. But I really didn't like what I saw at times either. The Browns are a completely different team. The Browns are the best team in the NFL at home defensively. Something to keep in mind there. Panthers, Saints. Panthers, I thought they were going to pull that one out last week. Now they take on the Saints team. That'll probably have Jameis Winston in there. He's going to be thrown to everybody, including the Panthers. Jeremy Chin coming back was pretty big. Panthers are five and a half point favorites, uh, underdogs here. I don't think the Saints should be favored, even at home in this spot, by this much. I think the Panthers keep it close. I'm not sure if they get the W, though. 
Vikings, Raiders, Raiders off of a bye week. Look, the Raiders still have nice pieces. Josh Jacobs is a nice piece. Devontae Adams is a nice piece. Uh, Mayer's a nice piece. The defensive line with Crosby. Yeah, they, they have nice pieces. They just can't seem to put it all together. Meanwhile, the Vikings, they weren't sure coming into the bye week if Romeo Dobbs was even going to be, uh, or Joshua Dobbs, I should say, was even going to be the starting quarterback. They have quarterback issues. The running back, is it Madison? Is it Chandler? We don't know. Is Jefferson coming back? We don't know. There's so many questions to be able to lay points in this spot. I can't do it. Niners, Seahawks, everyone loves the Niners now, right? Niners are the best team in the league. Oh, Niners, Niners, Niners. Everybody loves them. Everybody loves them. Look, it's still a divisional game, and still more than double digits. They're 10.5-point favorite here, guys. The Niners should win this game. They should crush them, but it's an emotional game against the Philadelphia Eagles coming across, back across country, going to the, the West Coast, now taking on a division rival. I think people are underselling what the Seahawks can do in this spot. Bills, Chiefs, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is my game of the week. Bills, Chiefs should be fantastic. Look, I still think that the Bills have a path to the playoffs here. I think that the Bills can get hot. And in what I am now calling a very weak AFC, I don't think that there's a dominant team with Lawrence being injured, uh, Lamar and his playoff problems, Tua, we don't know what he's going to look like in the playoffs, and their defense has problems. Mahomes is an issue. And speaking of Mahomes, yeah, look, uh, Patrick Mahomes right now does not look good. In three of his last four games, Patrick Mahomes has thrown for 210, 177, 185. He has just three 300-yard games all year, and he's passed for more than 240 in only half of his games. This Bills defense is going to be focused. They're going to come in. I think that this was a, a week where the Bills turn around and they tell Josh, Josh Allen to get back to backyard football, get back to playing backyard football, and just go absolutely crazy. And I think that's exactly what happened. Titans, Dolphins, and a double Monday night doubleheader. Uh, look, Dolphins are going to win this game, but I think 14 is a lot to give to anybody. The Titans can run the ball. Derrick Henry will be back. You could pass all day on the Titans, though. Team total over Dolphins? Yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. And then the other Monday night game, Packers-Giants. Packers all of a sudden minus 6.5 on the road on Monday night. They look great. Matt LaFord doesn't lose in December. We get it. He looks fantastic as well. Packers look like they're a playoff team. The Giants are ready to fold it up. Tommy DeVito, I'm not buying in. So I think the Packers win. Don't love laying the points, but I think the Packers win. So there's a couple of best bets that I could have here. Um, I, I love Dak Prescott over one and a half touchdown passes. That that If you're talking about best prop play, yeah, that's it for me. I won't touch that game, and I think the total is a little bit too high. You could convince me on the Broncos being the best bet of the week. I, I definitely lean uh, the Broncos. I have about five unders that I want to take. I told you about the five unders that I, I like them all. I do think the Ravens win. I do think Green Bay wins. I definitely think that the Miami Dolphins win. But overall, look, you want to get you want to get cute. You want to have a little fun. Uh, here's here's cute and a little fun. I think that the Miami Dolphins uh, go over their team total. The the team total here, depending on where you're shopping, is about eh, about 27 or so. I, yeah, they're gonna they should get into the 30s Monday Night Football and really abuse that Tennessee Titans secondary that has been abused by just about everybody all year long. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out at sportsgarden.com. Hashtag SGN. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.